This is your host Chukudi, and you're listening to the Other Experts podcast. Hi, welcome to another episode of the Other Experts podcast. Um, co-hosting with me is Ferras, and we also have um, Marcos in the house. My name is Marcus Young, aka Q Sound. Uh, I am a singer, songwriter, producer, uh, musician, and entrepreneur. What up, what up? This is your co-host for the evening, Faraz Ibrahim, also known as Toothless. By night, I am an artist, hip-hop artist, DJ, uh, podcaster. I have a podcast called The Dukan Show. Today, um, we'll be talking to um, Marcos about um, everything. So Yeah, we wanted, right, because like I'm pretty new uh, in, in the music scene here, yeah. and I wanted to get some pointers, maybe, um, you know, Marcus can put me on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to tell us very quickly, like how Take you got into the music scene and how you got and your history Malaysia. as well. <laughs> um, well, I moved to Malaysia in 2008 uh, from New York City, and uh, I came here and started work with the Malaysia Philharmonic Orchestra playing principal trombone. And during that time, I started to play a lot of jazz and started to do shows, and eventually was one of the uh, um, parts in this band called Basement Syndicate. And so we've had about a six year run where we recorded two albums, played a lot of dope festivals, and uh, kind of tried to push a neo-soul experimental jazz movement through the scene. My man. Uh, I also host this uh, jam session every first Monday of the month called Alexis Jam Session, where we have all the people, uh, like singers, rappers, artists come through and just jam with uh, everybody. Uh, and then on top of that, like uh, I left the orchestra in 2015 mm-hmm. and started doing my work as a solo artist. Uh, Basement Syndicate broke up and then here I am. I released my first album in 2016, Dual Citizenship, which is a uh, jazz album, which also has a visual, uh, a visual um, element to it. Why dual citizenship though? It's dual citizenship because when I was growing up, when I was going through college, I was always torn with like, um, do I want to be a classical musician or do I want to be a jazz musician? All right. And uh, and I guess like it kind of grew more into some other things like do I want to? It's just about choices really. You know? right. And when when we did the title is it all it's D U E L mm-hmm. uh, citizenship because you have like a conflicting. Um, inner residence yeah. Yeah. Both yeah. Things, you know? yeah. and so the whole album is about that and plus like I at the time I was writing the album I had gone through a really bad divorce and breakup so that kind of uh, fueled a lot of stuff too and true mm-hmm. on the album actually the the last track on the album the second to last track I recorded an argument with my then wife and we uh, we put it on the album and so you can hear the, the fight, the fight. On the, album. <laughs> the music goes on with the fight, and at the end we break up. You know when they say an artist <clears throat> puts their heart and soul into this, it's not. Yeah, it's, no, not, yeah. it's not just words. <laughs> no, man, that's, that's that's a real record, man. Like, has like some 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 stuff in there. You listen to the album, you basically hear everything that happened in that period of time. Cool. Oh. 
Okay, I mean, I, we, I think other expats can relate to dual citizenship coming, right. you know, we have that conflicting, uh, are we free from here, are we not exactly. from here, yeah. when we get back home, are we from yeah. home, are we not from home, <laughs> so, so I guess, you know, the theory of duality is kind of, uh, you know, yeah. it relates to all of us, Yeah. So tell me about some of the challenges that you uh, went through here, and, you know, obviously, um, Malaysia has its own culture, coming right. from New York, <clears throat> with uh, such a, a dense culture, I would say. Um, did you penetrate it? Did you integrate it together? Did you have to adjust? What was the things that you had to go through? Well, I mean, the biggest challenge probably was just adjusting to the the way that they do things here, because you don't want to come to a country and just like strong arm your opinions and ideals. True. Mm. You know, I think that's not really welcome anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, <true. laughs> yeah. so um, just adjusting to the fact that, like, okay, for me, like, I didn't grow up in an Islamic country that has like certain rules. So I had to kind of like listen to that, understand that a bit better, uh, which actually was great because it helped me strengthen my own beliefs and what I, what I do with my spirituality. So that was great, kind of dope. Oh. Um, and then you know like some of the cultural things like eating at a mamak. <laughs> <laughs> like we go eat straight up. Or they eat it like a mamak, and so that was like different. So just adjusting to that, and the food is killing her. By the way, yeah, yeah. Um, but one thing that I don't, I don't really talk much about that was adjustment was r the racism, like uh, okay, um, because it's it's an interesting thing because uh, uh, you know obviously in the U.S. there's racism issues That's as well, true. Uh, and I, I don't know why I was ignorant to think that like this could only happen in the states, in the well not in the states but like. <laughs> You know, with with like a black is a black and white issue. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's binary. Yeah, yeah. 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 See definitely a, a lot of brown shades. on brown issue. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, and uh, you know, I like getting stopped in, at police stops. You know, and like they're obviously just pulling me over because I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm a little dark. Yeah, and they're like, oh, what are you doing here? The stigma yeah. and the yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, stereotypes like, all yeah. fall on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, man, this is so happens over here. I will stop a few times. <laughs> yeah, same same thing. Yeah. But uh, you know what? The thing is, is after uh, you know you talk to them and you know you just make them. You know, I'm just a legit person. Like right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. guess yeah. that's when you know things cool off and ease off. Yeah, it's it's not a an, an issue that you can't deal with, but it was just surprising. You know, you didn't think that it would happen here. I didn't think it would happen here. To be honest, wow. like, I was just like, it surprised me. Actually, I didn't think it happened anywhere until I left my country. Oh. So yeah, like uh, I did, I had no idea about oh, any of that. Yeah, so it's coming it's from Nigeria. Yeah, it was like completely different. Like oh. I had no idea that was the thing. Like, mm. why would anyone want to judge you based on the color of your skin? Okay. But then that's because in Nigeria, everyone around me is the color is my is the same color. But don't so like, you have like okay? I don't want to. That's probably an episode by itself. Exactly. Racism within the racism. Yes, the yes. There is all the tribes and, and ethnic I would groups, argue yeah. that Africa is the most racist like continent. Like other seriously, than any other, yeah, you know true, true. But anyways, besides that, um, speaking of racism, like, did you happen? Did it influence your music? Uh, I. Yeah, I mean every. I, as an artist, like I'm influenced by everything, so Definitely. I try to like make something out of out of nothing all the time. You said you had a track on LRT, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, when we did, when I when I moved here, I was taking the LRT a lot, and uh, I had this experimental jazz project that I was working with on the side, and so one of the cool things was I was like, you know, let's do some of the music that's influenced by, 
you know, the stuff that we see every day. Yep. And I had this track called LRT, and we brought it, and then we're like, okay, let's do this. And it starts out, you know, like with a train. <laughs> and then, like, uh, you know, how they have the uh, the guy singing uh, the prayer, the prayer call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, I was like, and I had to get everybody to sing that. And so, that's like the prayer call that we do. And then the band comes in, and we we base the beat in a in a beat that uh, a drum pattern that's really popular here called the Joket. Right. So oh. they use that here a lot a lot in their music. Oh. And so it's a nice. like that. And so it actually has a natural like uh, train. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah thing, track. Right, 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 right. Okay. And so. Uh, we put that and then we do the track and man every time we play that track everybody loves it there's so much energy and we try to like you know on the train you see different people's faces and like you know this guy got a meme mug on this one is in english right yeah yeah this this is a, a instrumental track but it's just just painting the picture basically okay, okay. so you field recorded um some of the like sounds. You know, things and yeah. the sounds and you placed it into the instrumental yeah 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 okay no, well, no no we no no we we make the instruments sound all the stuff. Oh, okay. okay. We do it live, like we do it live. All right. Yeah, the project is called the Lawrence Wright Jazz Ensemble. Oh, also, okay. We do a lot of different, you know, things uh, with that, like with sound, like, basically like live sound design yeah. with real instruments, horns, keyboards, drums. Correct. Bass. So awesome. there'll, be, there'll be an MRT one coming soon, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay tuned for the <laughs> What would you say your best experiences in the country being so far? Like, yeah, it gets a bit depressing with all the stereotyping, but there must be some good good things at least. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's a small thing. Yeah. Uh, and you learn as you go that, like, there's going to be challenges everywhere. Um, my favorite thing, there's so many. Uh, <laughs> I'll just say, I'll just sum it up as like the people, like I've made some really great friendships here. Yeah. You know, even with, with my, my former band, like, you know, we rode together for six years and we had a real strong brotherhood and like, um, just finding that in a completely different country and having that relationship with those guys, it just taught me a lot that like, as human beings, we're all the same and we require and need the same things. And it, it just brought it. Family, back. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. Um, what are you working on now? Um, right now, I got a a project where I've been producing for a lot of singers and mm -hmm. uh, artists, right. and so I'm putting this together to cook, to to release this album out next year. I also got a collab project with a really dope uh, DJ group called Danger Disco. Cool. We're gonna release a song, and then uh, my second solo EP or album, I'm not sure which it'll be. Mm -hmm. We'll be working on that too next year. So a lot of new music coming out for Q Sound. You That's did cool. you did mention you have like a collabo with one of the Malaysia's big um, jazz singers. Oh yeah, I have a couple of uh, songs. Let's see, this uh, singer named Ushera, she's really right. dope. Uh, we did a collab together and uh, I wanted to have a Malay song because I haven't done any like Malay songs in Malay. All right. And so we got together and uh, I showed her some some music I was working on and she came up with some lyrics. And so that one's going to be one of the feature tracks on the next album. Okay. Yeah, oh, so that's great. Hip hop, R&B, <laughs> Malay song. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. You integrate everything. That's I guess that's the idea, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it is. It is integrate all you know cultures and come up with something new. I think you know we were just talking about Flying Lotus. 
Um, and he's a, he's a definite example for you know putting different elements and just making it sound really nice. I would like to know, like you, you have a lot of things going on. Um, how do you stay productive? Like, um, what's what's your routine like? Uh, it changes from week to week, but I'd say the first thing uh, this business coach hit me to this is like you gotta get a planner pad. <laughs> <laughs> so in an age where like everything's digital, you still need to write pad stuff. Is a, it's a analog. Yeah, like you write everything down. Okay, okay. And like you know, you so you basically like jot down all the things that you want to accomplish in like a week or a couple months or whatever. And then you you just start plugging them into your days, and you know they say that like you are what you do every day. Pretty much true. Know? So mm. I want to do music every day. I want to produce. I want to listen. I want to write. I want to make. Like I want to do music every day, and then I want to let that music come out of me. Yeah. You know when I when I release it. So um, I guess that's probably why it seems like I'm doing a lot of stuff, but it's it's all just for the sake of like being able to emote the music mm. what's I'm your process like do you um, make beats first and then write to it or vice versa or you get a concept that you kind of get inspired it's, by it, man it's pretty organic like uh, um, sometimes I make beats uh, sometimes I'll be sitting here like with you guys and we chatting and you'll say something it'll kind of like that phrase will inspire me yeah. to go home and like write something Sometimes it's a personal experience, you know, like a love life drama or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's it's pretty open platform. I, I don't like to uh limit limit yourself. myself. You right. know, just whatever it is, do it. Alright. Uh since this is the other expats podcast, um what what advice would you have for other expats in Malaysia? Um Musicians, artists um, that are not local, especially like um, how how do they cope? How what what advice would you have for them generally? Well, definitely the first thing is like when in Rome, like learn what the Romans do. You know, like learn how to to live in this place harmoniously. Right. You know, don't cause don't come here like trying to cause problems in any kind of way because. It just it it will always not go well. Go fly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that being said, like you you can it, knowing the way things work helps you better navigate your frustrations. That's true. Because you understand like okay this is what happens when this happens so I'm gonna go the other way. Yeah, yeah. And try to hit that on the other on the backside. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, that's probably the biggest thing. And then also it knowing the the place you discover so many great things and so many golden treasures about you know the people and the culture the area so that's probably my biggest advice all right True. that's great i think a lot of artists um lack consistency all right so i think if artists remain consistent and hardworking, they will achieve what they want i know it's a very generic advice but it's really really what plays what really plays you know? it's oh, I, yeah it's that's it very, sounds simple but yeah it's still difficult to follow is. most times yes yeah. um what what future do you see for local and international artists in malaysia and uh, for someone for an artist um say who just got to malaysia um what would be the first advice like, you'd give I to them like really yeah yeah well now is a really great time in Malaysia musically because a couple years ago this really amazing artist uh, Joe Flizzo and Sona One won a really big award for a rap song and that was the first time that that's happened in really? history. Really? Yeah. Wow. And so 
that has kind of changed slowly the, the scope of how the industry is forming, especially towards the English market. So to answer your question, the possibilities are, are infinite. It just depends on how you hustle, how you, how you do your hustle, uh, which go back to the first thing uh, about assimilating in the culture. So when you, when you come here, find out where jam sessions are and go and meet all the people and just like, you know, be friendly, give good vibes. Uh, and when you find out who the people are, find out when they're doing their gigs, especially if it's someone that you think is in the line, in the lane that you want to be in. Um, go to their gigs regularly, let them see you, uh, be good vibes, and then slowly try to like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm an artist trying to do this, whatever, whatever. And you know, if they're cool, they'll probably like put you on and like, hey, let's chill, let's do this, let's make music, yeah. let me hear your stuff, whatever. And then build. And, and then you, you build from there. And so, uh, as you said, then it becomes about consistency and about branding yeah. and mm -hmm. your hustle. Like if you if you want to go the online route, like the social media I was going to ask you, since you mentioned uh, the hustle, like yeah. do you, um, you know, uh, put your energy towards online or is it um, traditional offline? It, it, I, now it's both, but um, uh, I think the online hustle kind of opens a lot more doors from you, okay. for you in the in the global sense because okay. mm -hmm. more people can see you. That's true. So if you got like an Instagram account and you're a DJ or you're a rapper or something like that, you know, post your stuff on your IG so people can see you and make your IG be centered around you know, whatever it is that you're trying to do. Like, like your brand. And like your yeah, brand. Yeah. Like I, I have a friend, and I was actually thinking, I'm probably going to start doing this because I was giving myself a talk to you today. <laughs> uh, this, my friend, uh, she plays violin, and uh, she does hip-hop tracks in her videos. And so, like, all her videos are, like, uh, her playing violin over these hip-hop tracks. And now she's, like, you know, blazing the scene right now. And uh, that's another thing you can do. Now people know her as, like, the hip-hop violin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... It just depends on how you want to do your hustle, man. But yeah. like, we're living in a world where anything goes and everything is cool. So just like be consistent. Yeah, All right. that's cool. That was really awesome, man. Thanks yeah. a lot for the insights, bro. So it's great having you on the show.